This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is the WIP Morning Show. John Ritchie, James Seltzer in for Joe DeCamera. We got Rhea Hughes, Devin Caney hanging out this morning talking fills. And what a pleasure it is. To have the skipper of the Phil's on with us this morning, Rob Thompson, joins us every other week on the morning show at 9 o'clock on Wednesdays. Good morning, Rob. How you doing, sir? Good morning. I'm doing fine, thanks. I hope you guys are doing well. It's been a while since we've talked. It has, and you know what you guys have been doing since the last time we talked? Winning baseball games, God, Rob. It has been awesome. 27-12 and 12 since June 1st, and um, you guys just keep rolling. Uh, Rob, do you feel like this is kind of, you, you, the team has finally hit their groove, and this is the baseball we should expect the rest of the season? Well, I mean, you can never tell. You might go on another little bit of a slide, but uh, this is the team that uh, we thought about coming out of spring training, and I think we're playing very well. Our starting pitching has been outstanding. Uh, our bullpen's been good all year for the most part, and, and I think uh, you know our our offense is starting to hit its stride, and I think there's still some more there. Why didn't Bryce play first base last night, Rob? Well, it was, um, you know, we had the all-star break and we came out of the all-star break and we had four games in 48 hours. We really couldn't get much work done. And for me to put him at first base, I just want to make sure he is completely healthy and, and able to get through it without, uh, without putting him in, in danger. So I, you know, we just, I just backed it off a few days. He's, he's going to get out there hopefully soon, but, um, you know, I, I had said at one point we was going to play Tuesday, and then we just couldn't get the work in. So we're going to back it off. Is the expectation that Bryce will be the everyday first baseman once he starts being the first baseman? Well, we'll have to build him up because he hasn't uh, he hasn't played defense in what a year and a half. But um, so once we get there, he'll play a game, he'll DH the next game, play a game, DH, you know. Then, start building them back-to-back days and, and three days in a row. So it's going to be a while before he becomes the everyday first baseman. But, you know, as long as we can get there by August 1st, by the trade deadline, and, and uh, make sure he's our guy, then we'll be good. One thing you mentioned there, you mentioned the health part of it. Are there any concerns with the health? I, I figure if you guys are going to put him out there, you have to feel pretty confident that there aren't going to be any long-term issues with the, with the elbow. Yeah, I, I don't. I think we're there now. I, I think you know, as far as the elbow's concerned, I think it's it's healthy. Um, I don't really have many concerns about that. It's, it's the rest of his body, really. You know, you you take 160 pitches on on defense on a daily basis. It, it doesn't seem like a lot to to the normal person playing first base, but it takes a toll on your body, and mm-hmm. and just want to make sure that. You know, it, it doesn't turn into a hamstring or a calf oh, or a hip or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good point. And do you expect that once he becomes the first baseman that he stays there? Like, how long do you expect him to be first base? Is this the type of thing where you prefer to move him back out? 
to the outfield eventually this season. Yeah, I think we'll we'll see how it goes, and we'll see how he feels about that too. You know, mm. um, but it gives you some options for sure because you know he can play the outfield. Now, if you if you know that he can play first base as well, then um, you know it gives you a little bit of flexibility that way. So uh, we're all marveling at at Bryson Stott. Uh, how rare is the leap that Stott has made in his second year in the majors? Yeah, he's, and I think we saw it kind of halfway through uh, last year when he started to get comfortable and started to be, you know, the hitter that he is, which is, you know, use the field, um, um, see a lot of pitches, uh, being able to see the baseball and, and know the strike zone. And now he's just taking another step forward. Um, you know, I, this guy, this guy is a is a baseball player. You know, he's really got great instincts. We know how he can hit. He plays good defense. Um, he's he's a really good player. Rob, I think the the kind of number one question you've probably gotten over the course of the season has been about the leadoff position, and you know Schwarber and this whole thing and all that. I at least think we have finally put this thing to bed. Twenty six and eleven since Schwarber's moved into the leadoff spot. What is it? Because he's not a prototypical guy, and you know we talk about getting a one nothing lead is great and all that. But what is it about Schwarber at the top of the lineup that seems to make everything else go? Yeah, it's you know it's. It's a tough question to answer, really, because it's not the prototypical lineup that you want. But the big slug power guy with, uh, but he gets on base. He he walks. Um, you know, he's he's not a base dealer by any stretch of the imagination. But he walks and he hits home runs and he he puts the other team on alert from pitch one. And I think that's it gets them on their heels a little bit. So I, I think that's a big part of it. And. And not that Bryson Stott can't be a leadoff hitter because he's a high on base guy, works counts, sees a lot of pitches. It's just for some reason it works for us when Schwarber's in the leadoff spot. Right. Hey, Rob, how did Juan Soto end up on your plane after the All Star game? Well, it was, you know, when we went to San Diego, we left um, for, from Miami and flew to San Diego. We took two of the Miami players with us, and it was something that we offered to, you know, Miami people because we were taking a charter. We had our entire coaching staff and, and had Nick and, and Craig Kimball. And so we just offered it up, and, you know, thinking that other teams would do that for us if we had that opportunity. So uh, we had the two Miami players and, and, you know, probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 of their family members with us on our charter. And so we did the same thing coming back for the San Diego guys because we knew that they were starting the second half here. So that that was really all it was. Um, you know, it was just a, a, a courtesy that we, we threw out there to the other teams. We know you can't get into it too much, but but just in your experience with him, what type of guy is Juan Soto? What, you know, what type of uh, person is he? Yeah, we spent a little bit of time with him uh, out there in San Diego, and he seemed, he seemed great. He seemed very professional, um, you know. And about his work, he was, um, you know, he seemed, he seemed good. Hey, you mentioned Craig Kimbrell earlier. Uh, I, I'm so amazed at what he's been able to do. How is he doing this, Rob? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's been fascinating to watch because, uh, you know, the biggest thing for him is the ability to throw strikes, and that's what he's been doing all year because – if he's throwing strikes, his stuff is is legit, and he's going to get people out. Um, and not only is his performance important to us, but 
just the person in that bullpen, the, the calming influence that he has on other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's over 400 saves and a long, um, great career. Um, you know, he's a he's a calming voice, and, and he talks to those guys out there, and they know that he's at the back end, and everything is going to be fine if we get to him. So, um, I hope he I hope he keeps going not only this year, but you know, however long he wants to pitch, because he's he's really been. He's really been good for us. Oh, just amazing. And uh, moving from relievers to starters, Christopher Sanchez, what does he need to do to cement the fifth starter role? Geez, you know, he's getting it done right now, and, and it's always been about throwing strikes and, and executing pitches and commanding the strike zone. If he, you know, his stuff is good. The changeup is, is really a, a really plus-plus pitch for him. Um, if he can just command the strike zone, he's going to get people out. And he's been doing that. And knock on wood, we got him going tonight, and, and uh, hopefully he keeps it going. Rob, Trey Turner, we have not gotten to really see the the player that you know we expected coming into this season, the, the $300 million player, one of the best players in baseball. He hasn't gotten to that level yet this year, but it keeps seeming like there are moments where he's breaking out of it, you know, the, the home run against Arizona. Uh, you know, now with the triple last night, and it feels like, you know, he's starting to play better defense, and but yet yep. he hasn't kind of been able to sustain that. He hasn't gotten to that point where he can consistently look like the Trey Turner we expected. Uh, what's missing, and, and do you expect him to get back to that level this season yeah i do and, and you know like you said you see these little blips where okay the, here's the guy and and um you know he's just got a um the consistency has to come and and i think it's going to get there you know if you look at the back of his baseball card i say it all the time you see certain numbers that are eye popping and um i think he's going to get there i think by the end of the year he'll uh, you know those numbers will show up again and that means he's going to get really hot at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah carry the what, team. Yeah, you yeah. know it's like it, it's like with with Bryce and his home runs. You know, what's he got four home runs or something like that? So you think that at some point he's going to hit a bunch of them, and and that's going to be really special. Bob, how is uh, Pache's elbow? Good. Uh, so the surgery went well. They took the screw out, and um, you know he's. He's just really got to let the wound heal um, so that he doesn't get any infection in there. So it's probably going to be a week before we start doing some light baseball activity. Um, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, three, four, five weeks down the road where we're going to have him back. So oh, It's not too bad. Uh, there's really a strange injury, you know, where that, that screw comes out of there, but I guess it happens every once in a while. A terrifying injury, I think, is what you meant to say. You look down, <laughs> yeah. and there's a screw coming out of your arm. It's not, yeah, what, you, no not what you want, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Johan Roas likely going to stay up, at least for the immediate future, in that role? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's done a great job for us so far. and um, He's really athletic and really can play defense. And um, I think he, you know, with his... His short game, you know, he can bunt. He can do a lot of different things to help us offensively, and he can certainly run and steal bases. So um, he fits that role pretty well. And as long as he keeps his head above water uh, offensively, and um, you know, he's, he's going to be here. 
One more for you, Rob, on the uh, injury front here. And, and as you mentioned, the bullpen's been great all year, and, and it's been amazing. It really doesn't matter whether you know you bring in guys like Marte or Hoffman. You know, Bellotti was up down. Like the, the the amount of arms we have this year, it seems like it's it's amazing. It seems like something we haven't hit, had here in a long time. But you know, the two guys I think we count on the most coming into the season are down right now: Alvarado and Sir Anthony. Any updates on those guys and how their progress is coming along? Yeah, so Sir Anthony threw another batting practice yesterday here at CBP, and, and it was really good. So I think he's ready for a rehab assignment. Um, and so he'll, I don't know whether he'll get two or three or four um, outings, but we just got to make sure that he's he's good to go for the rest of the year and this thing doesn't uh, crop up again. And Alvarado played catch yesterday for the first time and, and said he felt really good. So we're we're going to start moving forward with him. And um, so all, all good signs. Awesome. Positive updates, yeah. Rob. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Let's keep this uh, winning a bunch of games between uh, the times we speak going. I, I'm a big I fan love of it. that. I love it. It makes, it makes this program very easy. On the <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Rob. We appreciate it. We'll talk in a couple weeks. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Thanks Rob.